Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. Tampa Bay, Green Bay. A couple of first ballot Hall of Famers. The NFC is weird. You know I've liked the Packers since before the year. I'm feeling good about that. Did that game feel to you like an NFC Championship game preview, like Burkhart? Kept no, not at all. Uh, no, and with, with and with Burkhart and Olsen calling the game, it made me feel like a one o'clock Bears Lions game. I mean, it's you know, it's it's got to be so weird that Olsen's calling a game while he's watching a guy that in a year or two is going to take his job. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> be weird. <laughs> I, would, I would love to have some true stories into that production meeting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I honestly think like, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I think the Arians Brady relationship is strained. So I don't really think there's somebody within the organization that could say this to him. Maybe it would be the owner. Maybe it would be one of the Glazers. I honestly think they should have just told the guy to take a couple of weeks off now. Paul like Clemens. given, I, like he came alive the last drive of the game. And there are two points. Danny, a delay a game penalty happens before a two-point play with a Brady team? Crazy. I know they didn't have any timeouts there, but it almost happened two plays in a row. Yeah. So I, I, I just that, – that would be my hope. I mean, you're, you're going to have a hard time winning games while those receivers are out. You know, I, I I would have almost tell, told him let's come up with a fu- let's come up with a fake injury here and give you a couple of weeks down to see if it helps. Yeah, I honestly came away pretty impressed with Green Bay, uh, like even more so than I. Was. What part of Green Bay? I mean, did you think that they were capable of looking like that offensively with Jones and Dylan having twenty four carries for sixty eight rushing yards against that defense? They scored 14 points. I I know, but Rodgers was crazy efficient. Dobbs had eight catches. Seven dudes had multiple catches. Jones had a fumble at the goal line, which kind of skews things. Yeah, I just, like, they, they're showing that they can win in a multiple of ways. Uh, and in week one against Minnesota, it looked like Rodgers had nobody who he, he could throw to. And by week three... Seven guys have multiple catches, and there's a rookie with eight catches to lead the team. Yeah, and, and Lazard looked good, and Cobb looked good, and like, I mean, yeah, it wasn't a highly explosive game. Tampa's defense is awesome, and as 
we talked about in the Miami game, humid South Florida. They showed the the bees like going around the goalposts. Like they kept. How does that out. happen? I have no idea. And I, I'm allergic to bees. I wouldn't have wanted to play. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm not allergic to bees, but I wouldn't want to be stung. I'm soft. I wouldn't have wanted to play because I'd be afraid to get tackled. But you know, six one with scoliosis. But it was just. I just I came away from that game. Maybe call it confirmation bias. Who's better than Green Bay in the NFC? Give me give me a team, Philly. Well, based on the resume this season, I would say Philadelphia. Yes, I think they've played better week to week than they have. Um, I don't think Green Bay is allowing thirty five to Detroit. I know their defense has been a lot better since that week one game. Are they scoring thirty eight on Detroit though? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think it was a blessing in disguise that you had mediocre receivers like Watkins out of the game, so it gave it gave Dobbs a bigger role, and he looked like the guy that all the fantasy people wanted to see get more meaningful snaps based on what he looked like in training camp in the preseason. Yeah. But their offense still sputtered enough where I wouldn't come out of this game feeling great, so I disagree with you on that. I think Green Bay's happy they won, and I do think that there's – positives but at no point watching that game did I feel like you know these are two teams that are going to go to the Super Bowl because of what Bur- I, I know they've got Rodgers and Brady and seven combined MVPs but aesthetically the game was so bad for chunks of it that I didn't really look at either team as a real contender I do think both defenses are really good uh and yeah well you like the under in this game so yeah. hopefully you actually put that bet in and won some money instead of just talking about it on the show last week. No, I did. I but, did. I, I I had the under, but I actually was on the wrong side of the spread, if I'm being, <laughs> if I'm being totally candid with you. Um, Cincy and the Jets, they uh, this was the easiest survivor pick of the day, and they basically won it wire to wire. Do you feel like the Bengals have solved any problems that they had? Are they okay? Well, I think it was the right call. To, yes, I'll start with saying yes, I think they did. I know the Jets suck, but they won the toss. They took it right downfield. Um, the Jets were in this weird mode today where it looked like they were more interested defensively in knocking guys out of the game than they were in actually making stops. Uh the first drive, P. Ryan almost got his head taken off on the touchdown pass that he caught, and then Higgins got drilled again, which isn't good because of his uh, concussion symptoms from the first game of the year against the Steelers. So, no, their offense for the first time this year, Danny looked right. They protected Burrow better. He still got hit because he holds on to the ball so long, though. But overall, now you got a short week against the Dolphins. So they got a chance with a win here where if they come back and beat Miami at home, then people will say they're better than their record says they are and they'll make the playoffs and we'll see if they can get back. Yeah, I feel like if you're just if you're not a believer in Baltimore for some reason, now's the time to buy on Cincinnati. They're they're almost 3 to 1 to win the AFC North. And I I'm not going to because I think what Lamar's doing is real, but if if they win that Dolphins game, everyone's going to talk about it just being a little bit of a blip. And and the odds will flip if Buffalo beats Baltimore in Baltimore. 
Right. Which exactly. could easily, they'll be favored in that game. Exactly. So I, it now's your, if you believe in Burrow and that Cincy is better, like this, this is the moment to, to make that investment. Um, and the Jets season starts now next Sunday because Wilson goes back in. They're like now the clock or the meter on everything for them starts ticking. Both the quarterback. See, I think that they would actually dump the quarterback before the coach. Do you agree with that? I think there's a better chance they draft the quarterback in next year's draft, the Jets, than fire Sala after two years. I mean, I think it just depends. I know this is a cop-out. I think it depends where they're drafting. Like, are they taking the fourth prospect in the... Well, I think they'll be in the top 10. Okay. But but still, like, they Zach Wilson was the second prospect right. in, his, in, in, his, in his draft, right? So, like, are you getting a guy that you have you had graded out lower than Zach Wilson because he's the third, fourth, or fifth quarterback prospect in this year's class? Like Anthony Richardson from Florida or somebody like that. Yeah, my, my guess is if they like have a guy with like a similar draft grade, they would take him. And if they have a guy with a lower draft grade, they'd they'd run it back. But all that matters is does he show potential? Like, because they they've shown that they can be competitive. You know, they've They've shown that they can be competitive when he's not there, whether it's with Mike White or Joe Flacco. And so if they look way worse, I got a weird hair thing going on. So if they, if they look, uh, if they look way worse in uh, with Wilson, you know, New York, man, it's going to be untenable for him. And so, yeah, it, it, it gets interesting for them going forward. Philly and Washington pony. um, We touched on it briefly. Philly may be the most impressive team in the NFC through three games. You more impressed with their offense or their defense. So the whole schedule or today's game, the whole schedule, I mean, I would say the whole, I would say the whole schedule of their offense, because I was not like super high on Jalen hurts coming into the year. I started to buy into him being a productive quarterback with the great offensive line there and bringing A.J. Brown in, but I thought he was going to be more like of a passenger along for the ride, that he was not going to be like the central figure or the key player. And I've just really liked what I've seen from him through three games. Like, it was a spectacular catch, but I just loved the decision at the end of the first half to just air it out to Smith and let him go up there and make a play. And that dude had such a big game that, if you pair him with Brown and then Goddard at tight end, they're not going to get their quarterback killed because they protect him well. Like, shit. That is a really good team. And if Miles Sanders can't get it done, then you go to Gainwell. Like, there's bodies at running back. There's just Sanders a ton of depth good. there, man. Sanders yeah. Good. Well, I'm like, saying, though, they've got options. They're not like yeah. – they've actually got a backup that's not – he's like a 1A type. Yeah. Um. I think it's the offense also, but just by a little, because that the first week of the season was weird with the Lions, you know, having 180 rushing yards on them, 38, 35, like that, that, that was probably the weirdest score of, of week one. But since then, today against the Commanders, they allow eight points and 240 yards of offense. And then that Monday night game against Minnesota, they allow seven points, 
264 yards of offense. And Jefferson only has 48 yards on 12 targets. Like they, they've shown an ability to be great, right? Hertz has accounted for over 300 yards of offense, like combined passing rushing in all three games. Like they've shown an ability to be great on both sides of the ball. Yeah. So I, and offensively it's been three, three for three and defensively it's been two for three. But I think the single most impressive thing that they did is what they did to Jefferson in that Monday night game at home. Like that was like a true home field advantage. And they took a guy who after week one looked like he was going to set the receiving yards record. They took him completely out of the game. And Washington's offense had been good. Yep. Really like good. They, you know, they, they had been really good. So I, I thought today was like it's tough to be a statement game against a team that nobody thought was going to be more than like an eight win team. But I, I thought that they were just very, very impressive and continue to be. So they, well, speaking they, of impressive, Jacksonville won its, I think it's the first time since 2000 they've won back to back games by 20 points or something like that. Like not just winning, but beating teams big. It's their first road win since they went to Oakland and won in 2020. Uh, but do you take the whole thing with a grain of salt because of Herbert's injury in this game and the decision by the Chargers to not just start the guy but then play him when it was a laugher in the fourth quarter, Danny? Yeah, th- that whole game was weird. It's like, it, so... Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast a few things with what you said i don't take it all with a grain of salt because trevor lawrence looked awesome he looked like he's making the leap right he like the last two weeks trevor lawrence looks like he is processing the game we always knew he had the physical tools. Like that was, you watch that guy play for one quarter of one college game and you're like, well, that's an NFL player. And then you watch him play for one game in college and you're like, well, that's the first overall pick in the draft, right? Like it was no question that he had every physical tool you would want. Question was, could he process NFL defenses? And last year it looked like he couldn't. Week one, it looked like he couldn't. Week two and three, it looks like he can. So Peterson is 
getting the most out of Trevor Lawrence and he's going to be awesome for the next 15 years like all of us thought he was going to be. So that part for Jacksonville, I think, is very real. The road thing, though, man, the NFL should be embarrassed. That crowd was – there was nobody there. It, that, that, it's just it, – it's – in, they have no the Chargers have no fans and the Jaguars don't travel like that was there was there were sections open in the lower level of an NFL game with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert playing it was it was there was there was no atmosphere at that game so it's like they traveled a long way but that may as well have been like a Wednesday walkthrough in the preseason so I, I don't know about like the road thing giving them too much credit. And then Staley said after the game that the injury for Herbert is just going to be a thing. It's just a it's just a thing that's not going away for a while. So that's why he played him. I think that explains why he played him at the start of the game. I don't think that explains why he played him in the fourth quarter when they were down four scores. Yeah, so. and I, I I I don't know what's happened to Staley. He's he's gone against. All of the things that I thought he stood for or represented present-day progressive-minded coach. Yeah. He's he's fallen back on things like, you know, you play a full 60 minutes. Um, he, his decision-making in the last game against the Chiefs in short yardage situations and fourth down calls and things like that. Just a total 180 from last year. And then I agree with you so much. The Chargers shouldn't be there. They should have either found a way to let them play in San Diego. They should have gone. You know, I'd even put, I, I mean, I know they're a West Coast team. They've been in California. But, you know, you've got poss- you've got cities that want NFL teams and will support NFL teams. LA doesn't want a second. They barely want one NFL team, let alone two. So well, that. Well, I've, I've said this about this Chargers team. If if they were just like if they were the Lions, right? Like you took the coach, the quarterback, the roster, right? You just you took every player and every coach and you just put them in a good sports city. Right? They they were the Lions, they were the Browns, they were the Bears, they were the Vikings. Maybe not the Vikings, actually, because of the Randy Moss teams, but they'd be the coolest team that those fan bases have seen in 30 years. Yeah. They, the, the Chargers are so fucking cool. Like Staley is regressing a bit. And they're also cursed. They're in, all their stars are hurt again. Allen, Slater, Jackson, Bosa. Yep. Yeah. It's insane. Allen. Yeah. It's crazy. F- five pro bowlers are hurt already. My 18 to one Chargers Super Bowl ticket is taking a hit. Because of it, obviously, thankfully, most of them do not seem to be season ending things. But like, but yeah, I think the Chargers are just I'm not giving up on them. I'm not, I'm not giving either. up. I'm not liking what I'm seeing, but I'm also not ready to admit that we were wrong about them. No, I think I think that they're snake bit by injuries. But I just it's it's a crime that they play. I think if they were in not Jacksonville, not L.A., anywhere else in the NFL they'd be one of the most rabid home field advantages in the league because it would be so easy yep. to get into that team because they're so damn cool. Um, Vikings-Lions is next. 
what a weird game. Like it, it, we're, it's not going to be actually. Tough. It's pretty typical for the Lions because it had a very Lions esque ending. I know. It was classic Lions. I Lions, know. Lions. Last week, Lions going to Lion. Lions going to Lion. Like, like last week, multiple teams blew twenty point leads, so it's not really going to be talked about as like a crazy NFL collapse. But that was a pretty ridiculous collapse and very Lions. Like, is there just always a ceiling on what this franchise can be? Because they're going to figure out a way to Lions all over themselves. Is that what we're watching here? Well, yeah, because the Campbell thing, his explanation for what he did at the end of the game made no sense, which feeds into the meat the meathead stereotype with him. He tries a 54-yard field goal up three when you got to figure Minnesota, they're going to be looking to score a touchdown because Joseph had already missed two kicks. Well, they kept so, kicking from 56 yards. What are these teams doing? So I I like I felt like to go up six, you're gonna kick the ball back to them with a minute and change. Like Minnesota a touchdown, you still you're still gonna lose the game. Is he banking on the fact that Joseph is gonna miss an extra point? Like I, I just didn't I didn't get that. Like I did not understand. And they had gone for it on fourth down, I think six other times in the game already. Yeah, they- yeah, they were four for they were four for six on fourth down, and then they decided to try a fifty-four yarder on fourth and four. And you know, Goff was like, "I should have tried to talk him out of it. I didn't." Campbell said he made a mistake. Would you have gone for it, or would you have punted it? Gone for it. Okay, gone for it. And if they ha- and if, and then your defense has to hold them to a field goal. If, yeah, if you miss, but. You're not winning a Super Bowl. Your whole thing is attitude, trusting in the guys. Totally agree. Aggression. It was it was so so soft at the end for 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 so safe. So yes, so safe. But man, Cousins sucks too. Like and Jefferson had a very quiet game two weeks in a row. He was the favorite to win the Offensive Player of the Year after Week One. I can promise you, he's not number one now. Dude, I was like, I thought it was like even money after week one that he was going to set the single season receiving yardage record. I think he had three catches today. I know, and he was bad last week against Slay and the Eagles. I know. It was, I don't don't really understand what's happened. But Kevin O'Connell, same thing. They kept kept attempting 56-yard field goals. You have Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson. Play offense. Yep. What are you doing? 